never be ready. Yeah. Seems unlikely. Oh, well, <coughs> this, this chair reclines, sort of. Yeah. Uh, Can't tell if it's actually reclining or if it's, yeah. like, just kind of wobbly. There might be a little thing that you can, like, pull out to turn off. That's fine. We'll figure it out. Right. Oh, God. There you go. Whoa. Yeah. There we go. It does recline. It does recline. It just quite uh, far. Yeah. It's a very strange design, though. Yeah. I get. Yeah. I've been watching uh, this show mm. called The Boys. The Boys? Yeah, have you seen anything about it? I have not. What? Uh, well, it stars your favorite guy, Carl Urban. And oh, yeah. Uh, Actually, I ha wait. Is that the one where they're like superheroes or something? Or no, they're not superheroes. They're super they're trying to kill superheroes. Okay, yeah. All right. I've seen it on like Amazon. Amazon, yeah. That's yep. right. Yeah. So I started it, and I'm almost done with it, and I really like it. Oh, yeah? Like, yeah. I was like, oh, it's Carl Urban. Yeah. I was like, cool. He's great. He plays a Brit, and he's, like, got a Cockney accent, sort of. <laughs> he, is, yeah. he from, uh, is he from New Zealand? Is that where he's from? I think or? he's actually Australian. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was trying to remember which one. Because I know that, like, basically every time they make a Lord of the Rings movie, they're just like, all right, everyone who's even remotely involved in... Like movies can New Zealand? can be in, in New Zealand can be yeah. in this film. It's like yeah. literally the entire island. I mean, yeah, but they still had to get Australians because right, they don't yeah. have enough handsome people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because Kate Blanchett is Australian too, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's just and yeah. All right. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So what what movie did we watch? Well, this is how about oh I'm yeah, Jared, and I'm Kevin. Uh, we I always watched, forget to do that. Yeah. That's a good thing you're here to remind me. Yeah. I mean, th there was that one time that we forgot. And yeah. I've been I permanently think We scarred. got like 20 minutes in. We're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should introduce the podcast. Yeah. Sometimes we just have like such good banter. I mean. I suppose. Yeah. It's like, have you ever listened to a podcast and they're like, today we're talking about this thing, which is in the description of the podcast. So why do we need a intro? Like. Yeah. If you just read what the podcast is. And yeah. I mean, I only really listen to one podcast. Okay. Yeah. So that's true. If you'd ever listen to a, a single other one. I've act Okay. That's not entirely true. I mean, I you have listen listened to one podcast and it's not even ours. Yes. That's true. I don't listen. To but I, now I got my, my whole family listens to ours now. Oh, no way. Pretty much. Yeah. My mom was like, your podcast is good to like, to play, like, keep solitaire with or okay. maybe she was like she was saying something like she does she like listens to stuff while yeah, she some menial task right yeah like maybe she was cr crocheting is that a thing yeah what do you mean is that a thing well I, I keep thinking quilting but it's not quilting my sister is the one who's doing quilting and she might listen yeah. to this while she's quilting yeah. maybe not though it would probably be a good thing to do yeah. yeah what's the thing with the needles yeah. Knitting, yeah, knitting. Oh, knitting or crocheting. Yeah, yeah the, crocheting is slightly needles. different. I don't really know the yeah. difference, but there well, is a difference. Crocheting has, there's like a hook on one of the needles, and knitting oh, that's right. is just yeah. two straight right, spears. Yeah. Just kind of clicking together. Yeah. Because crocheting is like going through your loops. Oh, okay. And knitting is okay. just like making. Yeah. Like weaving it together. Kind of weaving mostly. it together, yeah. yeah. And I also, I think crocheting, you usually use thinner... Um, Strings, yarns, yeah, sure. Anyways, welcome to our crocheting and yeah. knitting podcast, which yeah. we know nothing about. 
Uh, no, but uh, yeah, we watched it. Gerald's Game. Yeah, the... not Jared's Game. No. Gerald's Game. I mean, I have a game too, but no one it's more like Ender's it. Game. It's more like Ender's Game? Yeah. Oh. I'm going to take over the world because i got a big old brain. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's not true. Uh, yeah, Gerald's Game, the 2018 movie? It's 17? 17, yeah. Okay, 2017. 2017. Yep. Okay, yeah. It uh, is a... Uh, yeah, based on a Stephen King yeah. novel. Yeah, so, uh, quick question. Have you read a lot of Stephen King before? I've read no Stephen King. You've read no Stephen King. Have you seen any other... Except for the excerpts from his uh, on-writing book, oh, which okay. we did in, like, CIS English. Uh... Maybe you didn't see it as English. I don't remember that yeah. at all. No, Coons had us read. Did he? Yeah. I really don't remember that. It. Yeah. I'm sure that happened. Coons was the best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've read um I've read it. And mm-hmm. I started reading like the His Dark Tower book, the first oh, yeah. one. Yeah. Um if you've heard of that. I have that. Oh you have it. Started yeah, reading see it I yet. got like it's really weird. I got like the only book is only like 300 pages long and i think i read like two-thirds of it yeah and then i put it down never ever decided to pick it back up yeah i suppose i could this is only like three months ago that i was reading this yeah it was like it's same thing happened when i tried to read dune so i was like oh whatever that that new mo- the, they're gonna remake dune yeah and that guy who did arrivals yeah. is directing Villeneuve. yeah that guy and i'm like i like that guy yeah i want to see this movie maybe i'll read the book first yeah and i read like half of it and I was like, I don't know if I like this. Yeah. And then I stopped reading it. It's the strangest thing. That's never happened to me before. Really? Where, like, with any book that's with never any, happened to you? I've never gotten, like, hundreds of pages into a book and then been like, I'm just not going to finish this now. And yeah. I just have no interest okay. in finishing Dune. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay. Well, that's me all the time. <laughs> but it's not, I'm not saying I'm not going to finish this. Right. I'm saying I don't, like, I come up with reasons why I somehow don't have the time to make my eyes look at a page. But then right. I'll crack open, like, The Martian, which I read in a single day. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, so, but, yeah, for me, yeah, I was thinking about this, like, I like books, but I'm not a big reader anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're in this room with all these young adult books, and, mm-hmm. like, that was pretty much the only thing I could do to entertain myself as a kid. Like, I couldn't watch this is pre, that much pre- TV. This is pre-internet. Yeah, and, yeah, so, yeah, and I couldn't hop on the internet, so I right. just read all these books, like, multiple times through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I like the adventures and stuff. I've read, like, we're looking around this room, I've probably read, like, a third of these books. Yeah. It's a lot. There's a lot of books around here that I I read a lot of. Yeah. Um, did you read the full series of the Oz books? I did not, no. I, the Oz books? Yeah, the Wizard of Oz had a bunch of other books. All those books in that corner right there. Oh, okay. No, I never read a single ones? one of those books. Okay, yeah. They're actually... I mean, like, my dad read them to me as a small, right. small child, and I remember yeah. liking them. Mm-hmm. I haven't cracked them open since. Yeah. Yeah, I've decided that it's a good idea to, like, read right before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. To, like, not just look at my laptop and then yeah. immediately try to close my eyes, and then my brain's all melted. Yeah. Um, well, because the laptop has, has evil the, demon light. Yeah, the blue light or the yeah. red light or the green light. Yeah. I don't know. Yellow light. Yeah. I, I sometimes put called. sunglasses on. If I have to look at my phone. Does that help? I feel like my eyes just strain harder. Yeah, not really. Yeah. I Like, I convince myself that it helps. Mm-hmm. And also, I convince myself to spend less time looking at screens. But yeah. Yeah, I've tried to do that 
and I just like haven't been successful. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead, what I do is I listen to stuff like mostly podcasts. But right, yeah. recently, I've been listening to books. But I found out. Okay, so last night I was listening to. Uh, Do you ever read? I think we already talked about this. The Bartimaeus trilogy. I read. Yes, I did actually. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. read. Um. Can add eight minutes to that. Probably. Yeah. Whatever. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So I've been listening to those. Okay. But yeah. I like. I listened to it for about half an hour. But then, like, 15 minutes into that half an hour, I start forgetting stuff as I, like, think I go, like, mini start falling asleep. Right. So, like, I was listening to the the first book, and I was right at the end of it, and I, like, fell asleep. And I remember, (laughs) like, nothing for, like, three chapters. And I'm like, do I want to go back and re-listen to it? Because, like, I remember what happens, but I, like, it's not as fresh. Yeah. It was a very weird sensation. I, I read those books when I was much younger, and I remember hating the main character. Yeah. I think, there's a, are there three books or four? There's three, three. Right? Okay, yeah. I remember hating him until, like, the last half of the third book. Yeah. And then, spoiler alert, he just fucking dies at the end. Yeah, he sacrifices himself. And, I, like, I, I only liked him for, like, you know, 90 pages <laughs> of yeah. the whole series. Yeah. Because he's such, like, a whiny douche. Yeah, he's an anti-hero, sort of. Sort of until he becomes an actual hero, and yeah. then I was like, "Oh, that's really sad." Yeah, and I was like, "But I mean, he's I only cheated. one of the main characters." Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, that, back. <laughs> should we? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've so, been but talking. about books though, like right. I don't, uh, I yeah, I just don't read a lot anymore. Right. And Stephen King is somebody I'd like to read more, but yeah, it's Stephen like a King. very mixed up. So, are would you say that you're a Stephen King fan? Or? I mean, I've only read it. And part of the first book of the his Dark Tower or whatever the Dark okay, Tower yeah. series, yeah, I keep Dark thinking Tower. I, I'm, yeah, I'm mixing it up with his Dark Materials yeah. and the Dark Tower. Yeah, the Dark Tower is the Stephen King like, and people call it like his Lord of the Rings. It's like uh-huh. his magnum opus. Yeah, where like it's this huge epic. Yeah, um, but for whatever reason, I just couldn't get into the first one. Yeah, they, like, but I really got into. It, which is strange, because that book is like, it's a behemoth. It's a mess. It's like, it's just an absolute mess. Um, yeah. But I, I, but I've seen. So I've seen this movie, Gerald's Game, and I've seen it, chapter one or part one or whatever they're calling it. Uh, I think it's chapter it's one. Chapter one, yeah. And then uh, I've seen uh, Misery, uh-huh. the one with Kathy Bates. Yeah. Um, and that movie was terrifying yeah um i saw it in high school in a cabin in the snow time it was winter time we're watching it and yikes so that's like have you seen that movie that's like basically the premise yeah is he's in like a winter time cabin also also tied down and tortured right yeah yeah tied down not yes not so much torture yeah yeah she's he's tortured yeah isn't she trying to murder him didn't he like no, do no, something no. to her? No, no, no. He doesn't do anything to her. He's he's an author. He's basically Stephen King. Oh um, yeah. Stephen King had okay. a really bad like I think the story is Stephen King had a really bad fan interaction and wrote this book about oh, did like he? oh yeah nice about this really like <laughs> and yeah um but yes it's two very different situations to get tied down on the bed yeah um but also I think he likes that premise a lot he does because you're very helpless yeah you know it's like. I don't know, like, Stephen King is, like, a weird person. Mm-hmm. He's, like, a creepy sex pervert. Yeah. But he's also chugged out, like, 80 books. Yeah. And so, 
you kind of have to respect that in a way where it's like uh, he, yeah. he did work. Yeah. And it was successful, too. And it was successful, resonated right. resonated in yeah. some way with a ton of people. With a ton of people, which allowed him to write the next 80 books that yeah. he wrote. Um, yeah. And so it's it's... I have to give him the benefit of the doubt that, like, the things that, like, I think I'm seeing in, like, Gerald's game are, like, deliberate. Yeah. You know? What do you mean? Just, like, I mean, in this movie, it was sort of, like, I guess we can talk about, we can get into all the metaphors and stuff later, but yeah. I, the IMDb summary, Okay. Um, we'll just backtrack, is while trying to spice up their marriage in their remote lake house, Jessie must fight to survive when her, hus- her husband un- dies unexpectedly, leaving her handcuffed to their bed frame. Um, these felt like, for off the bat, these felt like old-timey names. Jesse and Gerald? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That just not, struck me. Because, like, this right. book was written back in the 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just feel like very 80s names. Like, somebody mm-hmm. in the 80s who is, you know, 50 or 40, late 40s, mm-hmm. 50. Being Gerald and... Uh, Jesse? Jesse, yeah. I don't know. Is Jesse short for anything? I don't think so. Yeah, probably. Jessica? Yeah. yeah Jessica or... Oh. Josephine? Possibly. Uh, any longer J name? Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. So Anyways, before yeah. yeah, what were you gonna say? Uh, Talking about what uh, you giving Stephen King the benefit of the doubt? Yeah. So like, <clears throat> when you think about like what a bed is primarily used for, which is sleeping. Yeah. Right. There's a, there's lots of secondary things. Yep. Going to your bed, but reading, reading, or watching TV, watching TV. But primarily, it's for sleeping, right? And like sleeping is like such a vulnerable state, mm-hmm. right? Because you can't do anything because you're asleep. Also, you're literally paralyzed. You're literally paralyzed, and so there's like lots, like. I mean, this is like the most obvious thing ever, and so maybe it like is obvious that he's meant to do this, but like this mo- this book slash movie and also misery is just like a character in bed, and the bed is like sickness or sleep. Yeah, and there's like a monster outside yeah i mean basically yeah or an imagined monster or, or some ima- sort of like just right terror inner turmoil that sort of thing right yeah. um and this movie in particular is interesting because there's basically three monsters yeah well man actually there's if you you know the movie is pretty overt at the end about yeah. like who the monsters are but really to yeah. me which um, I did not like. No, I didn't like just, that either. Yeah, okay. I thought that was way too on the nose. <coughs> they didn't need yeah. to do that, I don't think. Yeah. Um, I found myself asking the question you always ask, why did you do this? Right, yeah. Yeah, that's like... <clears throat> it would have been... So, yeah. We'll get to that later, because... Yeah. But yeah, what that things. is, is... I mean, just like that, it was an actual, like, serial killer dude... Yeah, it was okay. So was doing that and there was she's wheel. tied to the bed because yeah. they're gonna. She and her husband, um, who's played by sex. yeah Bruce Greenwood, who yeah Bruce and Greenwood, Carlo Gugino is yeah, our is main character. Jesse, and I yeah. like I like both of those actors. And I oh, think I think that I think really, they did a really good job in this yeah, movie. Yeah. Also, Bruce Greenwood is in insane shape. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's ripped, and he's also like, he's how, like how old is he now? Like I feel like he's fifty. He's got to be older than that. He's got to be like almost sixty, right? Uh, maybe. Because oh, you know what? Carl Urban is actually New- a New Zealander. 
Oh. It's from Wellington. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So he was born in 56. All right. 50 plus uh, 3 plus 10. 63? Yeah. Oh, wow. Thereabout. So, yeah, he's he was like 60 or something when they were filming this movie. Yeah. Well, probably 62, 61, 62. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, he's in great, great shape. Yeah. Um. So the premise is they go to this cabin, like a, or the, their lake house, which I read in the IMDb description, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, "Oh, that's we're going to do say. some too." Yeah. They're like, "We're going to do some some freaky sex sex stuff." Yeah. Because our marriage uh, is kind of failing, we need to spice it up. Mm-hmm. So we'll do some we'll do some light bondage. I don't know, light bondage sort of thing slash rape fantasy on slash, his part. Yeah. Slash rape fantasy. Yeah. Um. And then she freaks out, rightfully so, because yeah. they went into it like yeah. completely the wrong way. Uh-huh. Where it's clear they don't like have a safe word, yeah. and they're just like he's just being a mega douche. He's just being like crazy and like, um, and so she's like, "Stop it!" And then he has a heart attack. Yeah. And dies. Yeah. Because he'd taken Viagra. Is it's implied, I guess. And yeah, that messed with his heart maybe a little bit. Yeah, possibly. I'm not sure if that actually happens. I like it seems. What What do you mean? Like in real life, that would yeah. Happen? Does that happen with Viagra? Like it feels. I mean, it's a blood thinner. It is a blood thinner. So yeah, I would okay. say that wouldn't cause a heart attack because I believe right. a heart attack is a stoppage. Right. Of... It's like your heart can't pump the blood through itself, right, yeah. or something. I don't... It'd just be more likely that he would bleed out. Right. I believe because like. I feel like Viagra is primarily given to older men who yeah. are more was, likely to was, have heart problems. Yeah, and it was actually developed to treat heart problems, and then it turned. And out then they're like, "Oh wow, side effect." Yeah, or in- oh, hello. or intended. Yep. Also, by the way, uh, you know, Viagra is uh very cheap and not taxed, mm-hmm. but uh, like tampons and stuff like that are taxed. Yeah, I just want to say that's fucking messed up. That's. Could we not do that? It's a disaster. But who cares about the booners? Everyone. Let's give people stuff they actually need to use. Anyways. Anyways. Um. Yeah. Has a heart attack. Has a heart attack and dies. So in the book, from my understanding, um, she like kicks him off the bed and he hits his head on like, like a dresser and yeah. dies that way. I don't even. I think maybe he just he, hits his head on the ground in the movie. Then. Right, and like he starts bleeding from that. Yeah. And that's after he's already like died from the heart attack, basically. Yeah. Um I think that's what happens. Maybe it's like yeah. she kicks Although, him off I the mean, bed and he has that a heart would be too. if his blood was thin, then mm-hmm. he would be more likely to bleed out then. Sure, sure. Um Yeah. So then basically this the movie revolves around uh, our main character Jesse um trying to survive on the this bed when she's handcuffed to it um and she sort of goes crazy pretty quickly yeah after like 5 hours she starts hallucinating like herself and Gerald like talking to her mm-hmm. and it's sort of like her subconscious like trying to lead her to a place where she will be able to escape physically yeah um because uh, you know, it's traumatic, and yeah. so and it's like also tr- treated into her a mind. A movie audience needs somebody to talk to. Right, yeah. You can't have a movie where it's just the person, like, sitting yeah. on the bed. Or and then... talking to themselves. I mean, that's like, what, is, that that's what it is. But, 
Well, I mean, but like actually just a single person in a room mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. talking to themselves, which was like weird. I feel like she did that at the beginning a little bit. She did at the beginning, yeah. And I that is one of the conventions that I really don't like. Especially knowing that it's coming from a book and mm-hmm. that's just gonna be all internal thoughts. Like I mean, just it, so you thought about I mean it might such not be. and such. Like Yeah, I don't I, I you know, without reading the book, I would say that like some of it is probably like her talking out loud. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure like most of her talking out loud is like her like, conversing with like I think she starts hearing uh voices in her head. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, which again, I think like in a book you can write that, but you can't mm-hmm. like you're not gonna have like VO specter VO. Sure, sure. Oh. Which is why I think it was it was you know good that yeah. they did this yeah, was instead a, yeah, instead of just yeah, like was fine. voiceover. <laughs> but I yeah I right. still wanted a more like and like yeah so this is a bottle survival story. Yeah, uh, it yeah. all happens in one place pretty much, and it's all about survival. And yeah, like in terms of that, I feel like I didn't like how that's the survivalist aspect of this worked out. Like I liked uh the Martian in terms mm-hmm. of that a lot more. Um mm-hmm. cause it felt like he was doing real stuff. And like a part of it is that Jesse is sort of emotionally hamstrung by all this stuff that is later revealed. And right. I also did not really like <laughs> it felt it felt like a very eighties uh, description of like this is a woman yeah. in trouble and it's mm-hmm. like well what's more trouble than this messed up thing with her dad yeah just like oh boy horrible it doesn't, horrible like, thing we don't need this but like that makes it more interesting somehow or like compelling maybe i mean i, I get know. what you're saying sort of um the character is clearly like traumatized in like yeah and so like what sort of trauma and i think like but the movie isn't about I don't know that the movie is fully about her trauma paralyzing her. I mean, I think that is literally what the movie is about. Okay. Like she ends up that, that she ends up handcuffed, right? Yeah. In the beginning, she's handcuffed on the bed and then you realize that she's been handcuffed since she's 12 years old, right? Yeah, that And that was okay. pretty overt. Right? And right, then they yeah. have a scene where she's yeah, she like, but I'm you know, well, yeah, I'm saying that wasn't very uh, successfully okay conveyed or yeah like or you didn't as buy a movie into that conveyed yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it felt very like well Dodoy we're gonna say this but like mm-hmm. has it earned all of that really and I didn't feel like it earned all of that uh-huh. like I wanted I I don't know what it was but I wanted more of her struggling with her paralysis like trying to go like there's the the most egregious one to me was uh, I don't remember if it's her hallucination of her husband or herself, but one of them says, "Yeah, the bedposts are reinforced." I think mm-hmm. it's her husband. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and he says like the bedposts are reinforced, and I'm like, "How are you not at least trying to break them?" She did like, though. Yeah, later. No, she did it right away, didn't she? She was like trying to like pull and stuff. Yeah, just pulling on the handcuffs though. But like, not what? like I was thinking to myself, okay, take the sheet or the blanket, wrap it around the bedpost, mm-hmm. put your feet against it, and pull as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna break it, I believe, or you're gonna pull it out of the rest of the bed or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I just felt I kept coming up with the classic horror film thing, which is mm-hmm. like I'm going to do this other thing if I'm actually in this situation. Oh sure, sure. I don't understand why people aren't doing that mm-hmm. thing. Like. Even if I, you know, if I, if anybody who's watched a horror movie knows, don't split up. 
Yeah, like, right. it's a classic recipe for disaster. Yeah. So every time that happens, I'm just like, like stop that! <laughs> you don't you need to make that movie choice. Before? Yeah. <laughs> Or have right. horror movies not seen other horror movies? And how, I mean, it's can just, they not evolve just, somehow, though? Yeah, I mean, it's just easier, right? I suppose, yeah. It's like, it's uh, but I don't like that it's that we need, easy, we need, we need Jason to murder someone. Yeah, These people want, are going to go off and do this thing. Yeah. So like, then I want oh, somebody, I whoops. want people to make... Smarter decisions. Yeah, I want horror to have an evolution in, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, then it becomes the killer actually luring people places and trying to separate them as opposed uh-huh. to the people always making the choice to go in separate um you know packs or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know i uh, yeah did she actually have a sheet on the bed yeah i'm trying to think it was it like it was like crumpled up behind her or like yeah like feet. down yeah. by her feet mm-hmm. trying to yeah yeah i don't know the survivalist in me was like mm-hmm. uh, there are plenty of things that we do can... something else yeah. yeah i suppose um yeah, again, it's not really right. It's, it's not, not really about, about that, that, but like that just like kept nagging at me. Like, sure. do this thing. Why aren't or you at doing least this try thing? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And or there wasn't like a montage of her like trying a bunch of stuff and like getting frustrated and you know, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like even and even her escape. Like I thought she was gonna break her thumb to get out. Mm-hmm. Because I believe that actually is a thing. If you yeah, you can do that. Yeah, you can slip out of anything, mm-hmm. or you can that's deglove the size yourself. Of your race, uh, mm-hmm. wrist. Yeah, that's the size of your race. What? Or uh, you can just deglove yourself. Yeah. That works too. And that was gross. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is a very like classic horror thing. We got to get right. that gross gore in there somewhere. And I yeah, also I suppose. I don't know. Uh, it just felt like egregious to me, oh, like okay. especially sure. from this director coming from like he's a big horror guy and a big mm-hmm. Stephen King guy. Mm-hmm. Like that felt very like. Has he done a bunch of other like uh, horror yeah. movie stuff? I, I he also did the haunting. Look. Oh, I was gonna ask you, have you watched the Haunting of Hill House? No, I haven't. I was gonna okay. watch it, and then I was like, yeah. yeah. So he did that. I think he did. Ouija. Oh, he did one episode. Uh, uh-huh. I think he's also. Oh, the, he did the, Hush like, too. He edited that. Hush. Yeah. So that was the other thing is okay. he's an editor and this felt like a very edited movie. Like a lot of the flashbacks and stuff felt very like the editor's going to say this is a cool thing to do. Uh, do you have a specific example? Not exactly, no. Okay. Um, I would say that it felt edited in like how the colors were like like there's like during the eclipse oh yeah like everything is like red. full red yeah um Which, i don't know i don't know I if don't eclipses make I, everything yeah, very I red i think it just makes everything dimmer right it seems like it should just make everything dark yeah and they just were like red yeah. and i was like okay red means evil red is bad yeah um yeah so that in that way it, yeah. it felt like that oh um, what uh, yeah, the thing that it felt egregious to me was all the Chekhov's guns that are left lying around. Like, we see mm-hmm. the dog, and then there's a shot of the dog. Mm-hmm. We see the car keys, there's a shot of the car keys. Well, I mean, we see the yeah. handcuff keys, there's a shot of the handcuff keys. We see the sure. water, there's a shot of the water. Yeah. Like, that she, like, deliberately like... takes the tag off and put it there. It's, like, all very right. deliberate. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it like, from <clears throat> that moment on, and also knowing what the movie was going to be about, her mm-hmm. trapped in the bed, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, these are all the things she's going to use because right. these are all the things that but we've she, seen. Right, and, like, that's what she has. But, I mean, you know, is the other way to to make this movie, like, she just has it? You know, like, 
If we don't see no, her take the tag off. No, I think the, the other off, way to do it is all of those things are set up, but they're more subtle than that. Mm-hmm. Like maybe we just hear the dog, like we see the dog and then we hear the dog barking. Um, or like like mm-hmm. the water is still set up there and her tag is still set up there, but we don't need the kind of gratuitous sure, uh, sure. like single shot of Where it's all like, of hey, things. remember, th- make sure yeah. you remember this. Like maybe that could mm-hmm. happen later when she right. remembers, oh, there's a water up here and then we see the water up there pan up to see the water somehow mm. yeah. I don't know. it felt like right the movie i mean it felt it, it like it was treating me as i like i was dumb sure like, hey, i mean remember it, this water you dummy. right this is i mean they sort of they even like they even set it up like twice i think yeah the water specifically yeah because like he puts it up there and then also they comment on, and, uh, and then also that he makes it that the viagra makes him thirsty right um which you know it doesn't. He just needs he just needs the water yeah. to to to, suck up, set to up take that, it down. Uh, Chekhov's yeah. glass of water. Right. Um, at least it goes off though. <laughs> at least all yeah. those guns go off. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So that was the other right. good thing is that like yeah, in that aspect it makes it a much like tighter and right yeah because there's gonna be a there yeah the the flip side of that is a movie that has all of these things but then they just kind of appear out of nowhere because nobody's right, paying yeah. attention See, that's what to i was thinking like where they are like or what they're doing like certain things i mean yeah certain things like the uh the tag which actually didn't that actually didn't bother me that much the water one is kind of weird because yeah. like they show it twice I, the tag was the best right the tag was the them. most natural one because yeah. she just like pulls it off and yeah. puts it there or like the door fine. when they leave and the door is yeah, still that, open i was like, like who leaves a door open i mean he's your got, front he, door yo, of your house yo, he's got time man like he, he just took that pill he How needs to get you, on it what no he needs to get on it yeah but no one leaves their door wide open like that especially yeah. when they're gonna go do weird I mean, he thinks they're like totally alone, and there's not not anyone for miles. Even which, still, that would make like me want to close my doors even more. Right. I mean, you just saw like woods. a stray dog. Yeah. And it's like a big dog too. And also over the radio, <laughs> they heard that there's a murderer on the loose. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> How? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a. <sighs> See again, I think like these those are all like things probably from the book. Yeah. And I think in the book, it's it feels less like obvious because it's just like oh it's like one little one little thing you know yeah like oh she took the tag off and put it on the shelf above the bed yeah or it's a line like gerald put his water down he put his water down on the shelf above the bed blah blah yeah. blah and and then like when you bring it back it doesn't seem quite so obvious but when you're seeing yeah. it in real time it feels like okay i get it now yeah it's it's fine right yeah um I mean, the car key thing I don't think is a problem. I mean, she just remembers where the car keys are and then goes and grabs them. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm I mean, just I, saying did, that like when that, they're so. put down, right? it's like, like we also get a single shot of the right. car keys on that thing. Yeah. Which like, yeah, and that's, that is like a, like we don't need that. Yeah. Obviously they have car keys somewhere. Or like do right. it in a creative way, I feel like, like mm-hmm. have some like, you know, drift the camera in through the open door and hit all of those things that we're going to use later. Like as they're yeah, doing yeah, I mean they do else. and they do do that. I think like visually, um, there's a lot of like scenes that are like mimicked. So like the first what very first shot is her laying down that like dress that she wears uh-huh. on the bed when she's packing. Yeah, and then later on, child her puts that dress down on the bed, and it's basically Ooh. the same. 
And then it's like, as she goes to the lake, when they first get to the house, she like walks and it's like a single shot. I like that shot. That was fun. That was a good shot. Um, She like walks in front of the lake to look out over it. And we basically see that shot again when later. Oh, she's a kid. When she's a kid. Yeah. There's like a lot of, there's a couple things like that where it's like, where the the setup. (laughs) I think they caught that. (laughs) The setup and payoff is, um, is like visual and like not like plot driven it's more just like you know like hey look at this cool thing we can yeah we can, we can like kind of set stuff up and pay it off yeah. um visually that's not like you know an actual object that comes into play later yeah and it's like yeah so that was also there are bits of that and then there are right. bits where that isn't as good mm-hmm. and i was just kind of generally confused by mm-hmm. what the choices being made here are Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that a lot of these things are holdovers from the book. Yeah, and I think like I think the changes that they most likely made, having not have not read the book, I think I read the Wikipedia after watching the movie the first time. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I wonder how this actually works. Um, but uh, a lot of the changes that they made were probably smart. I think the um like i don't know if like they actually show up like visions of her husband or if it's just voices yeah what i read it um, seemed like it was mostly voices mm-hmm. but again i mean that's a good yeah yeah like visually that as a, as a visually convention. i think like that's what i th- that's like my favorite part of the movie is like her conversation with herself and her husband yeah and just like you know those two um kind of leading her to like remember things that can like help her survive because like her subconscious like knows it has all the tools to get out of the situation um and she just needs to a remember them and then b overcome like her own paralysis yeah she needs somebody to actually conversate to make that happen right yeah which is like she could have just talked to the the good boy dog yeah and i kind of would have liked that Uh, that would have been a little bit yeah um yeah, but that would have been a different type of movie, and it right. wasn't trying yeah. to be that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like so on the one part I liked that. On the other part, that feels like a very film and TV convention of somebody's trapped in a place and they hallucinate somebody to help mm-hmm. them get out of it. Yeah, it's not but a it's new like, thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a representation of their interpretation of that person. Right, and so, uh, there have been things that I watched. I think. Uh well yeah most recently a uh, episode of Stargate Atlantis where there's a guy trapped in a ship sinking mm. to the bottom of the ocean and he hallucinates this woman that he likes mm-hmm. but it's like more about why he's hallucinating her and sort of what their relationship is sure um and I kind of wanted a little bit more of that with Gerald like what her hallucination of him like they kind of get into that, but they kind of don't, because again, it, mm-hmm. that's not the point of. Right. The point of the movie is, is she's got like, to escape. Yeah. The point of the movie is she has to escape, and so I think yeah. I mentioned like a while ago before we got off into these weird tangents that like there's basically like three aspects to the film. Yeah. There's like just like she needs to get off of the bed. Mm-hmm. There's like the danger of the dog, and then there's the danger of the moonlight man. Yeah. Who um. Is I think like my f- when I first watched this movie, it was like more impactful because I was like watching it like at night, like completely in the dark. Yeah. Um, in this most recent viewing, I watched it in like 
I mean, I watched it like seven, but like it wasn't dark yet. Yeah. And so like that's a really great character design, like a horror movie character design. Yeah. Um, and I think like the actor actually like they didn't have to do anything to make him look like that. He has like that genetic um yeah disfigurement. I so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and like just that first shot where like she wakes up in the middle of the night, and like it pans so across yeah like her room, and like I was looking for it this time, and you can see like little sh- outline of his arm mm-hmm. and that's like so great and creepy yeah um especially when yeah yeah i liked that i didn't like that he was treated as like a supernatural like some sort of like uh specter come to get her like the actual moonlight man mm-hmm. like i would have it like it spent a lot of I mean, she's hallucinating, so she's mm-hmm. like thinking that he's some sort of demon. Or well, monster. she knows that she's been she knows that she's been hallucinating. Yeah, and she's unsure, and she's unsure if it's real or not. But because like you know. it didn't, I didn't like that it was a supernatural. There was even speculation that it was supernatural to begin with. Like that's where she starts, or like hallucinations. Like does she like? Because it's not like. I never so, got the feeling that it was supernatural. I got the, like, okay. That's the, like, the okay, yeah. That's the feeling that I got because she like the dog leaves and the hallucinations are like that's not us. But that mm-hmm. didn't lead me to him being an actual person. That led me to him being like some sort of demon. In okay, because they, do, they to, do say like death has come for you. Yeah, and like it's you can take that to be like oh it's supernatural, but like it's literally like. He is, I mean, in the reality of the film, he is a murderer yeah. who is going to kill her eventually. Yeah. You know, and so death is coming for her no matter okay. what. And that's yeah. like sort of, yeah. I think I, that's more what it was going for. Okay. That's not what I get. Sure. And, and I, like, think, I, I think the first time I watched it too, I kind of got that as well yeah. because it is very unclear, like, yeah. whether or not he's real or not, uh-huh. um, especially at the very end when he shows up in her car. And I was like, wow, is that, how did oh, he do yeah. that? Yeah. And then, like, it's just her hallucinating. Right. You know, she escapes, and then she's, like, it goes all red. Yeah. And she's, like, seeing, like, the eclipse or whatever, even uh-huh. though it's pitch, it's, like, midnight or something like that. Yeah. It's very late at night. And then he's in the backseat of her car. And it's just so they can have, right. like, another, like, jump scares horror thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then she crashes the car, and he's not actually there. It's just, like, you know, yeah. her hallucinating. So it is, like, a mixture of... Okay. Her hallucinating because uh, there's another ch- shot where, um, he's licking her feet. Yeah. And it's actually the dog licking her feet, mm-hmm. and that is another that is right. a hallucination, right? Yeah. Or like a dream or whatever. Yeah. Or misinterpreting signals. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess I like. I thought he was supernatural because I'm like, oh, Stephen King's gonna do another supernatural thing. Yeah, but a lot like of his a lot of his books like okay. A lot. I mean, yeah. misery is not supernatural at all, and okay. like misery is just like a, a psychotic woman in the woods. Yeah. And so this is just like a creepy dude who, yeah, goes around grave yeah, robbing I, and murdering. I guess that's just like a that. problem with my. I think thinking if you were to, Stephen King, sure, sure. And again, <laughs> I think an like right. Or, I think yeah. if you watched this movie again, you would not think that because you know that he's real. Yeah, because like the first time you watch as you're going through, you're like, "Oh, is this dude real or not?" Like, what? Yeah, the f- what the fuck? And I, yeah, and I feel like, yeah, my problem was more that 
the movie asks that question. Well, it but does. But not because... in a way, like, because I wouldn't, because I don't want him to be a supernatural thing. I wanted sure, sure. this to be a fully real movie. Mm-hmm. And so I don't like that it tries to be ambiguous. I don't know. In the well, moment, I, mean, I just like, I just, is this going to be a supernatural thing? Is like, is she going to be dead the whole time or something like that? <laughs> uh, I mean, cause cause I she, would not like that. Right. I mean, she is hallucinating. Like, the first thing she she does is she's like, she, she like gets out of the cuffs. Yeah. And then breaks the bedpost. Yeah. And then is like, ah, that was so easy. Yeah. And then it's like, it just cuts back and then she's still on the bed. Yeah. Because she is, like, just imagining things. Yeah. And, like, she's kind of going crazy and, like, yeah. it's all been but there's a, very traumatic. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I guess I feel like there's a difference between her imagining those real-life things mm-hmm. and her imagining the Moonlight Man, which seemed like a real supernatural thing that I didn't have any idea about. Right. Again, I think if you... Because I think, I think I remember thinking it was fake or that it was, like, a figment of her imagination the yeah. first time I watched it. And then the second time, when you know that it's a real person, um, it's le- it's like more obvious because I think when he shows up, um, his eyes aren't glowing in a weird way. But when he's like licking her feet, they are. I oh, okay. Th- I wouldn't. Don't quote me on that, but I feel like there was like a distinction. Yeah. Where like his like his eyes are are different depending on whether or not she's hallucinating him or not. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, that is my the yeah that scare of when he's in the room the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite types of scares, and I'm not a big scares person. Sure, but I mean, I like I, that I, somebody hiding an obvious right, and not even like it making it a trick of movie magic. Like no, actually yeah. doing that yeah, practically. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's he's just hiding in the shadows, like yeah. literally, and that's like that's like so cool to yeah. me and also a real creepy thing right yeah like yeah that was i feel like i mentioned that i'd watch zodiac recently oh yeah I that's the thing zodiac that i like zodiac too. that i like about zodiac is that it is it's the actual real life terror of somebody might be out to kill you and now mm-hmm. every corner you're looking around and every knock at your door mm-hmm. is really scaring you but there's nothing supernatural about that and there's nothing right. like you're not actually being haunted. And none of the people believe that they're being haunted or anything. They're right, just, right. like, scared that they might be followed or something like that. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's it's such a great, like, scare moment in yeah. this movie because, you know, it's so real. Yeah. Like, there's been... It ring, yeah, that and that's the best thing about this whole premise is that that all rings true. Right, as yeah. At some point, I've had some of these fears, like, getting stuck in anything. Right. Or like, like you, like you wake up in the middle of the night for whatever reason, and like you see like a shape in the corner. Yeah, and you turn on the light, and there's nothing there, of course. But yeah. like, you yeah. know, it, something goes bump in the night. Right. Like, am I gonna die now? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he like, and that's the thing about I feel like about Stephen King, maybe why he's so successful is that he hits those yeah real life fears that people have in a resonant way. Mm-hmm. Um. And he, I guess not personifies, but he makes good metaphors yeah. for all of those things. Um, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, it worked. Like, as a premise, it was a good premise. Mm-hmm. But uh, execution-wise, I just was kind of disappointed by a lot of stuff. Um, mm. I don't know. And then also, for it being a movie about a woman stuck in a bed, the man does a lot of talking. Uh, 
Sure. And I know it's her hallucination of him. Right. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't remember specifically feeling like um, the husband character talks more. I feel but I mean, like he's I mean, the dominant hallucination. Though. Sure, he is. I mean, it is called Gerald's Game. Yeah. And so that sort of made sense to me that that guess, it would be him but... driving like this, like... Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, thinking of it in terms of our hero is supposed to be the woman. Mm-hmm. She doesn't, like, have a lot of agency or kind of doesn't uh, actively do a lot of stuff. And I know that is a part <laughs> of why she um, gets in this situation in the right. first part is that she's kind of asleep and right. numb. She's, and... she's chained, right? And, like, yeah. She, like, kind of perpetuated, like, her own like abuse in a way yeah. so like um i guess yeah well her dad um when she was 12 years old during like this eclipse her mother and siblings go out on this boat to watch mm-hmm. this eclipse and then her dad has her sit on his lap yeah um and then he like touches himself yep and it's like a very uncomfortable awful scene yeah um and so it's like and then later on He's like, let's tell your mom. I think we have to. And then he's like, just manipulates her into staying yeah. silent. Into like making it seem like it was her idea. Right. Her Which, idea to not tell. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And yeah, during that whole thing, I was like, do we. <sighs> and I think like, that's Does like. Does it have to be this? I think that's like just Stephen King, though. Yeah. I think like he. For one thing, that's like a real situation that yeah, that's true. That happens to y- people, but it's, but it's and like, you know, there's nothing about that specifically where it's like, oh, this is like too awful for real life, or yeah. Well, I'm not saying that it's like, too awful, but I feel like, like it. It feels very. Uh... And I mean, like, so they mentioned later on in the film that she, like, she basically married a surrogate of her father. Yeah. Right. Like Gerald is like an older man, um, and he's like a lawyer, the same as her dad was, and so she never like left that cycle of abuse. And, yeah. Like, and Gerald like they, they kind of like throw away lines about like oh maybe he's cheating on her, like yeah. he doesn't really respect her. He like puts her down all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, all that all that worked really well for me, and like, cause you 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 start watching the movie and you're like, why like their interactions are right off the bat. They're very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and then like they, they get into this like, you know, sex game and you're like, why would she allow this to happen? And then it's later revealed that like, Oh, she's like been basically chained her entire life. And it's like, Oh, okay. That, that works for me in like this, like, okay, this clearly traumatized person is just kind of like retreated into what they know. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I it felt very tired and simplistic to me. Like it's gotta be the woman was abused by somebody, which is why she's not, you know, doing anything. But then she does at the end. I she guess. rises above yeah. it. <laughs> what but do it's you just mean like, you guess? Like that's literally like what that, happens. I'm, and then they tell you at the end. <laughs> like they yeah. they show you. <laughs> That was like the worst shot of the film, I think. Um, the, her writing the letter? No, no, no. In the in the courtroom, 
Oh yeah, that was. I think we mentioned oh, that yeah, already. I, yeah, yeah, I really it's, did not we, like that. We her like walking off into the sunset or whatever. Oh, that was fine. Like oh, that's okay. like I that reminded me did of not like that. That was that was fine. It was like yeah, she's she's like you know rising above it. It's a new day. Blah blah blah. And like you see like the like an eclipse like leaving, um, yeah. in the sun. And like you're like yeah, whatever. No, what I didn't like is she goes and confronts the moonlight man yeah. who has been captured. Yeah. Um. And then like, it it's working for me until like it turns into her husband and then her father. Like oh, visually, yeah. That like she approaches him. She approaches him, and then he turns into her other abusers. Yeah. Like in her mind. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, you didn't need to do that. I got it already. Like right. she's confronting. Like he's he. It would have been like more a, impactful for me if it was just the moonlight man right. and she was talking to him. And it was like somehow became ambiguous in what she was saying. Like that visual representation felt like very like, hey, dummy. Right. Yeah. That was like too obvious and on the nose. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think we need like I think like the scene works for me until the point where he turns into because it's like I get it. Yeah. She's confronting like her 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 like abusers, her captors, you know, like the people who have power over her. Yeah. Um, and it's all manifested in like this monster, right? Yeah. Um and then then it turns into her husband and her dad. And it's like, yeah, you didn't need to do that. I got it already. Yeah. It would have been yeah, I would have liked it if it was something more subtle mm-hmm. or nuanced or Yeah. I mean they just needed to not yeah. I, for me, I think they just needed to not do that. And I I got it already. Yeah. Also, the reactions of the crowd and stuff, like when he breaks his chains, everybody's like, <gasps> gasp, <laughs> what's going on? He's like, oh, shit. Yeah, and then the judge is like, get her out of here, knock, no, knock, no. knock, get her out of here, or whatever. Like, get her like, out of here? I thought it was like, like bailiff, and then like they grab yeah, her. Yeah, or whatever it is. Right. But it was just it. like, that felt like a very uh, hackneyed sort of. Uh, right. It's just like a, it's like a very movie moment, I felt like. Yeah. And then she walks off into the sun, and it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I, I didn't have any problem with that. It's like, okay. you know, you, you're ending the movie. It's sort of like, um, there's like very obvious and on the nose, but it's like, it's, it reminded me of the movie Gravity. Like, I think the last shot of Gravity is her like getting out of the lake oh, and it's like this low. Could like, not disagree with you anymore. That worked visually for me. See that, like, it's basically the same shot to me. Is that yeah, like, but this one was like a super lazy version of that. The end of gravity, I felt the impact of that. Like that emotionally resonated with me in the theater the first time I saw it. Sure. This time I was like, oh boy. <laughs> this is what we're doing. Maybe. Is this I mean, I at that point at that point like I cuz the di- the difference with the gravity thing is like there's an actual visual representation of her standing tall and finally standing on firm ground. Like there's an audio component of we mm-hmm. hear animals and plants and stuff, mm-hmm. and then there's like a big music swell, and that mm-hmm. felt all like very um, uh, impressionistic of that moment. Sure, of like she's standing tall, so let's watch her stand tall and rise up and survive and be alive, surrounded by life mm-hmm. after she's been surrounded by complete and total nothingness. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That one worked for me. This one was like... I mean, at that point... It's are we saying anything more than she's just walking off into the sunset? I don't no, think so. but they don't need to say anything more, right? Okay. Because they, well, like... They could have, though. 
Like, what could they have said? They already said, like, that she's... I don't know, but it just, right. like... So, I mean, like, they already said that she's, like, been... Conf- she's, like, confronted her demons, like, in her mind, right? Yeah. She's, like, beaten them back, and, like, she she's, like, doing everything she can to, yeah. like, you know, heal herself and try to heal other people. Yeah. So then I would like say the thing. case is that, that we don't have to have that. Yeah, it could have ended yeah, at some other point. Right. I mean, I think that, like... I don't know. I think it's fine like i i think maybe it's because like i i felt more for um jesse as a character like i really like throughout the whole time you're like oh this is horrifying and i felt really bad for her yeah and then you like learn more about her as a as a character and you're like oh god like her life has just kind of like been one like shitty thing after another sort of you know like i guess her I mean, husband is like see a ton of that but... no but it's kind of implied that like her right. life has been very unhappy up to yeah. this point um or like you know not very unhappy but you know partially unhappy yeah and also she hasn't reached her full potential or sure done anything and then so um yeah but like to contrast that with gravity i didn't really care for sandra bullock's character at all um and then so at the end it's like oh this is like so on the nose and like again it was and you know it is just because i didn't like seeing her walk off into the sunset it's like in um in Gerald's game, it's like, oh, she gets a happy ending. That's great. Yeah. Or you know, and like, but when they did it in Gravity, I was like, oh, I don't care, because yeah. I just didn't. But have I feel any like the difference connection. was that that was yeah. So Gerald's game is trying to make it about her as a character and right. her journey, but Gravity was not trying to be about that. It was simply about the survival of this one person. Sure. And we get hints of why she's doing stuff, and you know that she had a kid who died, and mm-hmm. like her whole thing. But it's not about like. Yeah, the difference is that Gerald's game feels like it almost exploits her being abused mm-hmm. as a way to be like, care about me, please mm-hmm. care about me. Right. As opposed to Gravity was just like, yeah, so this stuff happened, but that's not necessarily what has to define her. And like, sure. that's what, that's like, I, I think that's more what I mean about her oh, okay, being abused. Mm-hmm. Uh and that's it felt very an exploitative. Yeah, right. Mm. That it's like, well, it's a lady and she's broken. How are ladies broken? They're right. abused. Right. And like, especially in this sort of quote unquote Me Too era, which I don't right. like that term, but you know what I mean. Just people being more uh, conscious of that mm-hmm. men are horrible sure. coming from two men. But anyway, that <sighs> I feel like that's overrepresented in media. And I didn't like that this was adding to that. Um, sure. I mean, I think like, you know, when was the book written? Yeah, I think is a good question. I think eighty-two, eighty-two I mean, or eighty-four. This, right, and that was you know far, far before the Me yeah, Too that's movement. True. Right. Yeah. And so, so then my answer to that would be, we don't have to make this a movie. Like we've already well, I mean, heard probably better stories actually written by women about these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like maybe that deserves the time of day a little bit more. Not that this, w- I feel like this was a decent uh, mm-hmm. representation of that. It wasn't like, right. it, it wasn't actively trying to be um, dismissive or um, reductive or anything, but sure. I think it, it kind of was in a little way that yeah. it was missing maybe details or, um, I don't know. It didn't feel as earned, and it just felt like this is very much Stephen King writing writing about this, right? And him imagining it, which is again not a bad thing. 
but I think maybe we need people telling s- these stories who've actually lived through these things. Deserve a little bit more credit. So you okay, yeah, because Stephen King is like Stephen King, and so right. his story gets made. Yeah, versus yeah, another, exactly. Another versus story. somebody who wrote a memoir or right. a set of essays or something. I mean, yeah, about we read a lot of we read a lot experience. of books in like CIS English. Um, yeah, which we uh, yeah, Sula which, comes to mind. Sure. Um, I would, I would say that those books were boring. Yeah, most stories would make very boring films. Right. So then um, that again is why Stephen King's book is right because it's written maybe yeah. without having read it's it. It's that story, but then trussed up in this sort of horror experience of right. claustrophobia incarnate, mm-hmm. um, which is like yeah, that's that's a that is a good reason to explore issues i mean that's what sure. sci-fi does is right. it takes an issue and it heightens it and it makes it adventure and fun and you got laser guns but you're also talking about racism right um, or whatever discrimination yeah. or you know yeah like i don't know ageism. I just like, isn't there an episode of star trek where they're all like old people or something like that yeah i think they get a disease that makes them old yeah that's right yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah so like stuff like that but right. it 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 even those mm-hmm. um it's still i guess i maybe i'm just looking for more stuff that is real life stories or mm-hmm. um actual experiences that are sort of more trying to be more accurate as opposed to be entertaining uh okay um i, don't know. I get what you're saying yeah. I, i'm just trying to think like i'm trying to think of like an example of what that would be in like if i have never just seen anything like that i mean everything that i've everything that i've watched that has told similar stories to this um in that like oh it's like a broken woman and it's coming like the author or the creator um was a woman trying to think like how i thought initially and whether or not that changed anything i think i don't generally care so much who the creator is yeah um, I feel like it just take the story matters in the details, value. though. It, I would say, I would say, uh, season one of Big Little Lies I didn't see that felt show. very experiential to mm-hmm. me. Like okay. that, it it resonated with me in a way, like in an intimate way, in an actual inside of the thought process of mm-hmm. the women that it's following, or right. like um, uh, what's that Hulu show, uh, Handmaiden's Tale. Mm-hmm. Um, which I only watched part of the first season, but yeah, I really I enjoyed. But that. that felt very like <sighs> more about the actual inner process of our main characters who yeah. are women in this system, mm-hmm. as opposed to this sort of like. And I think that's why like it's, it's gone so well, right? Yeah, in that yeah. Particular show. And Although, yeah, because stories haven't really told that bit of it as much. I mean, I, I I would say that we've had lots of stories about that. I think it's just like coming from like the specific angle of like it's a like a perhaps a woman creator or like yeah you know again in the details though I think yeah. that I think that changes it though for me. Mm. But I mean, also like generally, we haven't had psychological explorations of stuff in mm-hmm. storytelling because that hasn't really been what storytelling has been about for the past however thousand years however many thousands of years like the exploration of you know doing a character study about stuff Mm -hmm. um 
that's a kind of a new concept or like anti-heroes or like let's explore the worst person in the world sure and how are they also you know kind of the victims of whatever it is isn't that what madman is right yeah that's what i'm saying is right. you know that's right. a recent show sure that i wouldn't mean have happened i mean like 50 years ago more and more we're, we've gotten that though right yeah. like and yeah but what from... i'm saying yeah so what i'm saying is i like that better and okay. this was like this story was on the way to that, but it didn't fully make that leap. Well, I mean, and partially it's because she's not like an antihero or anything in particular. In this well, yeah, specific I mean, not example, just right? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, like a more emotional, psychological right. exploration of something. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this one, it's like doing multiple things. Like it is a little bit of an exploration, yeah. and it's also just like her, like trying to survive yeah there's um, the survival aspect right. then there's the, the hallucinatory aspect right. yeah and so maybe like with all those balls in the air like yeah it took on them... a little bit too much mm-hmm. to sort of nail all of the right endings to those mm-hmm. yeah like even the reveal of that the the tall creepy guy was Moonlight an Man? actual murder mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Like, that felt, like, very tacked on somehow. Like, it was obviously a big part of the story originally, but it felt, like, very, like, oh, she's watching a TV, and it's the Moonlight Man, and it's, like, he's real? And I'm, like, this is how we're ending this? I don't know. I mean, but she, I think she knew he was real. Like, she, did she? Yeah, because she gave him the wedding ring, and then she never found it again. So, like, she uh, knew that it was real. The process I thought she went through was, didn't think he was real, mm-hmm. thought he was real because she saw the boot print, mm-hmm. continued to hallucinate, and then thought he wasn't real again. Mm-hmm. And as she's leaving, she didn't want to take the chance that he was real. And so she gave him her wedding ring and just, like, hadn't decided at that point. That was my interpretation. Like, she thought okay, he sure. might be real, and she didn't want to take the chance that I mean he was and... Right. I mean, to me, it was more like... More just like any sort of like paying the toll, right? Yeah. Where it's not really, it doesn't really matter whether whether or not she thinks he's real because in the moment he's real to her. Yeah. In that specific moment. Right, yeah. Even if he was a hallucination, she probably wouldn't have gone any farther if she hadn't given up her ring. Right. And so it's just like, you know, and like you can, you can like wildly say bullshit like oh you know wedding rings are like chaining her to her husband and blah 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 that shit and like she's giving that up and she's becoming freer or whatever um but yeah also side note when they get like there's like a shot of them getting married and he puts like the ring on her yeah but like diamond rings like that are traditionally the engagement ring and oh, then you yeah. put like a silver band or whatever on yeah. afterwards, and it's like, yeah. wait a minute, you should have already put that on. Yep, yeah. that is my favorite movie convention of they give the big diamond ring right. as the wedding as ring. the wedding ring. I haven't yeah. seen that before, I don't think. And it's like, really? Or maybe I have. You know, oh, that happens like, all the time. It. I'm sure it does. Like any time, like, like any, like well, I suppose you don't watch them, but any rom com where a ring right. gets lost, it's always the big. Oh yeah, well of course it's gotta be the ring. big diamond ring. Yeah. yeah. It's just like maybe people don't do that, like where they have like two rings on. I feel uh, like they do. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't I feel know. like that was that's what the custom is. Right. Yeah. I don't know, but like yeah. Also, um, yeah. Another Anyways. nitpick, like she has like mascara on, and then like she's freaking out and it's like running. Yeah. And then at some point, like it's just sort of gone. 
Yeah. Like, I feel like there should have been, like, more, like, of her streaky makeup on, like, throughout the film. Because, like, where would it have been wiped off on? Yeah, I don't know where that would have gone. I did, like, her (laughs) sort of physical... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for the most descent. part, like I thought, like it was really good. And yeah. like, there's even a point where her lips stick to each other when mm-hmm. she's talking, and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that is what really happens when you get dehydrated. Right. I like that touch, and also I like that her hallucinations of her husband and herself are mm-hmm. exactly as they were when. Right. Yeah. They they're got like in the perfect. Bed. Yeah. 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 That was good because it also added to the contrast of seeing her and her hallucination of herself. Right, uh, and, and like her deterioration and her like yeah. yeah, um, and I liked how like even in the end, like the husband character in her mind, you know, like right before she makes her escape, he's like, he's like that shit's not gonna work. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then like you know, it's just like oh, yeah, and I like that as ass. her yeah, her finally starting to listen to her version of herself. Mm-hmm. that again i feel like, like he just was the dominant her. yeah right. he was the dominant one and then slowly she becomes the more dominant right. one like yeah um yeah mhm yeah uh i like the girl actor i thought she was good and i thought she was mm-hmm. actually pretty similar to uh grown up jesse yeah like that sometimes you know kid yeah, versions you get this of huge people. disconnect yeah the the actress that they got to play the mother looked very similar to the main actress to me like they had like the same Did like she? green eyes i think okay and it was like for a second i was like is that the same person like they just like gave her like pregnancy makeup like uh, a thing yeah. and like changed her hair and then i was like no I that can't this be is right. another case of your face blindness rearing its <laughs> no. ugly head no, speaking they did of not that, look that similar no no me. but like they i yeah. thought they looked fairly similar yeah. but um my brother like texted us my sister and i yeah like four photos and he's like are these women the same and it was like those two actresses i don't remember like what the breakdown was yeah but amanda got it wrong too oh no <laughs> she's like she's like one and two are the same and three and four are the same <laughs> and i was like and i was like one and four and two and three and it was like not even that it was like two and four and one and three or something like jesus that. so so we're all really bad at it <laughs> yikes Oh, uh, God. That's it, was, pretty bad. it was funny. Speaking of that, though, I did. Uh, oh, it was for the other movie we were gonna maybe. Watch. Oh, okay. I think it's. Um, yeah. Oh, it was Kate Siegel. I think plays her mother. Okay, I feel like I recognize that name. I think she's done others. She was in Hush, apparently. Okay. And I, I think she. Well, that. she's like married to the director. No, yeah, married to Mike Flanagan. Oh, okay. So she just like appears in some movies. Yeah, they had, they had, anyways, but I thought they had, like, very similar face shapes, like, to the point where it's like, oh, like, yeah, this could be her mother. Oh, yeah, yeah, they were, yeah, they were definitely like a lot of ti- similar. A lot of times similar. it's just like, ah, two white people. Yeah. With brown hair. Yeah. Or, like, you know, whatever race and hair-eye color combo. But, like, I thought yeah. they looked very similar. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, she was in, yeah, Kate Siegel's in The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hold on, right. Yeah, and yeah, they also have the same color of like brownish, reddish, yeah. dark hair. Auburn, is yeah. that what that color is? Yeah. Is that what that color is? I thought, I thought that was, was a that, lighter. Redder. I think that's a lighter um, version of that. They say it all the time in Game of Thrones, which I've been rereading, and I'm like, what the fuck Never, color is yeah, that? Yeah, that's one of those things that I'm like, I don't actually know what this is. That happens all the time with me where I'm like, yeah. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I'll uh, just I'll just imagine it in a certain way, especially when I'm reading. Yeah. 
Like I'll just imagine it, it in a certain way and just move on. Yeah. I was just listening to a podcast with uh do you know who Lauren Lapkiss is? She's mm. an improviser and comedian. Okay, no. But she but was talking sure. about uh like that she had to change her hair color for a role. She was saying that sometimes it and this is actually true, that sometimes in uh shows it comes down to is there a blonde lady and is there a dark haired lady? To dis- for audiences to distinguish, oh, sure. like that's mm-hmm. a big thing for movies or right. uh, shows mm-hmm. to make sure that w- they have people with two with, different color hairs, because right. otherwise so people can... can't tell them apart. Yeah, I thought that was very funny. But I thought of you. Yeah, you dumb face blind. Face blindness. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a problem. Yeah. It's a real problem. Yeah, uh, I was thinking that. Uh, oh yeah, you know Jason Clark and Joel Edgerton. Those are two guys who I have a hard time telling apart. I know who Joel Edgerton is. I don't okay. know who Jason Clark is. What's he been in? Uh, well, he's in First Man, which you're going to oh, okay. watch. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Let's see. What else is he in? I don't know. Can't think of Stuff. Anyways. Uh, <coughs> anyways, do you have anything yeah. else to say? Um, <coughs> uh, no. Uh, oh, yeah. From the drive. Have you watched Get Out? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. So the drive up to the cabin felt had very get out vibes for me like there's an encounter on the road to their first uh place first and only place yeah in both films i guess right yeah um kind of just yeah felt in a very like horror trope of we're going up to the cabin but there's a mishap on the way signaling or like, yeah yeah not so much something a bad is gonna happen not so much a mishap but just like a thing that's like an omen yeah okay yeah yeah right and again like this this movie um feels a lot like a book yeah, like it lays things out very similar to like how a book would lay things out, and like yeah, you know, I'm assuming based on watching it, I'm assuming it's fairly faithful to the book. Yeah, like I would a lot think of things. So. Um, I was well, reading that uh, the Moonlight Man is a reference to another Stephen King. Yeah, character. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think that. I mean, yeah, this movie was again clearly made for Stephen King fans. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, Mike Flanagan probably really likes Stephen King. He's yeah, done. I mean, he's like, directed it at least two movies mm-hmm. of King's books. Yeah, and just like a bunch of different horror yeah. stuff. Literally, I do you find it funny that uh, Stephen King apparently approved of this movie, but doesn't like The Shining. I mean, it's not his. The Shining is not his book at yeah. all, right? Like, so we but say that this it's is very funny that you know that's one of the all-time great movies. He yeah, like it. Have you seen The Shining? I've seen half of it. Okay, it is. don't like it i did like it it's like but it's it's very it's i don't know if it's aged the greatest wow i mean i think like there's a lot of stuff that's that's really good like really good yeah like like fucking amazing and impressive like they do like these really long like rants yeah. it's just like a close-up of someone's face as they're like doing all this talking yeah. it's like and just they just keep talking and talking and you're like is this shit gonna cut away ever like this poor <laughs> actress jesus yeah. um it's but I think like you. I think like the ending is is pretty terrible. Like he just kind of walks out in the snow and freezes to death. Okay, and that's really boring. Well, thanks. Oh, spoiler alert! Spoilers. From a movie that came out like sixty years ago. Yeah, I said I was halfway through. You jerk. Did you? Were you just watching it like today? <laughs> no, I was watching it like a year ago. <laughs> I'm still wait. Haven't you? Have you? You've seen the shot though, right? Like you've seen like a oh, still. Oh yeah, him frozen in the yeah. snow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But spoilers. <laughs> Maybe I didn't know it was from that. Right. 
I mean, I still don't. Yeah, know basically, how he basically, gets there. don't tell no, me. No, no, about but I'm, I'm the... just, like basically Stanley okay. Kubrick like ignored like the Shining part. I think. Yeah. Itself, like the Shining is like some weird, like <clears throat> actually like uh, 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 like magic. Yeah. Sort of mystical power. Yeah, and I think um, there's no mysticality in The Shining, right? The there movie? is a little bit, but it's like very oh, okay. subdued, like right. to the point where it's like, why is this even called The Shining? Yeah. It doesn't like, from what I recall, I mean, someone's going to be like, no, you fucking idiot. But yeah. the one person who's seen The Shining and also listening to this podcast, yep. um, you know, they're very, it just kind of ignores it. Yeah. It like just sort of happens. And I don't think Stanley Kubrick really cared about like including oh, yeah. it in at all. Which but I is think like that's what makes it a better movie, probably. Because maybe there wasn't right, a way yeah. for him to do it. I mean they're remaking it, I think. Um uh, yeah. Or are they making the sequel? I don't know if they're actually Oh well, they yeah, making, they're making, making a, a sequel. Yeah, they're making um um what's it called? Death something. Death hang on. Doctor Sleep. Yeah, Doctor Sleep, which is the sequel yes. to The Shining, the book. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it won't. You know, it'll be interesting to see if they do any like, anything like to tie it in with the movie, especially since like the movie basically doesn't have anything to do with The Shining yeah. itself. Yeah, I'd assume probably not. Um, and that movie in particular, like you mentioned, like not knowing if something is like mystical or not, or like real or or fake. There's like so much of that in that movie, yeah. Um, to the point where, like, it it does like start annoying me. Oh, okay. Um, because like it's, you know, whenever you have a character go crazy, you kind of need to do something so that it's like, oh, they're going crazy. Um, and then this, I don't know if you have to, but I mean, it, it, it makes it easier. It makes it know? easier to convey to the audience like that this character is like declining mentally, yeah. right? And so it's. It's easy to like put weird shit in your film, and the, yeah. the audience knows then that this character is like kind of going off the rails. Yeah, and uh, it's not subtle in The Shining at all because yeah. you're like, what the fuck? And then like, yeah, like the very end, like the like the final shot of the film, and you're just like, Stanley Kubrick, did you know what you were doing? Like, like what are you doing? Like you'll have to watch it and then tell me what you think. But like, okay. yeah, the it's it's. It's very, yeah. I think the final shot like really turned me off to the film overall, because mm. like I don't think I don't think you're supposed to understand what's happening. Yeah, and I don't think Kubrick cared, which is fine. Like, yeah. he doesn't have to care like what's happening in this specific shot, um, in terms of what it means for the characters in the I story. Mean, he's generally a director who does care right, and that's that. the thing. And so I'm like. And I haven't like after I watched the movie, I like read a, or watched a bunch of like cli like you know breakdowns yeah, or, video whatever, essays or whatever video essays, yeah. And like none of their explanations really like felt like they never none of them convinced me that Kubrick actually had an idea of what he was doing in that specific shot. Okay. And so he wasn't trying to be actively ambiguous or anything like that. But I mean, like, but why? Again, like I don't know. Yeah, like you'll have to watch it to to find out, but like okay. to see if maybe you'll have an explanation that works. But like, yeah, none of them answered the "but why" question yeah. to me. So, but I feel me. like you get hung up on that question quite a bit. Oh, I definitely do. Yeah, and then okay. that's why, like, like go watch it today. Go watch it today, and then okay. and then text yeah, me I was about planning it. Planning on doing that. Were you really? Yeah. This is the reason why I'm gonna finish The Shining. Because of Gerald's game, or because no, of because of this sequel. discussion. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I've been looking for a reason to finish hmm. it. 
I was thinking watching yeah. it with people, but oh, we yeah. can watch it. I'll watch it with you. Okay, can watch it tonight or something. Maybe we'll get Adam involved. Okay, sure. I'm sure we can rent it somewhere. Adam and I actually watched it. No, at, I own um, it. Oh, you own it? Okay, yeah, cool. Adam and I actually watched it at um, St. Anthony, Maine. They were filming it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Fun times. Oh yeah, when we went, like there was a dude behind us who had clearly had like five beers because we like <laughs> sat in front of him and it just smelled like he smelled like a brewery. Yeah. And then Adam like got up and then like just walked, like walked across the theater and I was like, oh, yes, we're moving. And I, I think like yeah, he didn't even like tell me. I know yeah. he went to the bathroom and then like came and he was like and he just like kind of motioned to me and we walked away because yeah. that guy reeked of booze. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so back to Gerald's game. You wanna yeah. you wanna give this a final rating? Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a six from me. Okay, because okay. I didn't like. There were just so many things that I wasn't on board with. Mm-hmm. Like I, it wasn't of poor quality, and yeah. I, it wasn't like none of that detracted from me. I liked the actors. I liked all of the acting, and the writing was fine. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there were just, like, a lot of things that really bugged me. And they just kind of added up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially this time watching it, I didn't, like, they kept bugging me. And kind of like what happened to you uh, last episode, watching the thing, like, they just accumulated as the movie went on. And they sure. didn't sort of dissipate. Right. Um. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It, it, yeah. So a six. Sure. Uh, I think I'd give this a seven. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of things that I really like. I don't think it's like a perfect film. Um yeah. but there's like a lot of like a lot of the individual conversations I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um especially you know um especially when it like would lead her to like remember something specific and it's like, "Oh, this is very um very neatly set up." And it's like you can kind of appreciate that um sometimes. Like sometimes you don't yeah. want like a movie to be like super ambiguous all the time or like, you know, not tell you what's happening. Yeah. Once in a while, it's nice to have a movie just be like, hey, idiot. Yeah. And like, the you know, like her like hallucinations are sort of telling her that. And I think like, I yeah. think the chemistry between the two actors and actress, them two. Yeah, actors. Actors. Call them actors. Actresses. No. Very good. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, they think, were great. I think I mean, they had really yeah. good chemistry. I think they were easily the best parts of the movie. Yeah. Uh, the two There's like this one part um, right after. Jesus, this is a really long episode. Okay, yeah. This is, really quickly, there's one part right after like Talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, right after she sees the Moonlight Man, and Gerald lays down on the bed, and he just like kind of like monologues at her for like a little bit. Okay. Where he's like talking about like death is coming for you, like blah blah blah, and like you know you're gonna get like murdered if you don't get out of here. Ha <laughs> ha, you idiot. Yeah. Um, and I really like that that shot because it's like okay. this one long take of him just kind of talking at her, and she's like kind of freaking out more and more, and he's just like kind of coldly telling her like how fucked she is. Yeah. Um, and like what the coroner is gonna like do, and he's like, wow, it's just. They're not even going to, like, do oh, this stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And, like, the whole time, like, he's just putting her down. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really liked that. Yeah. It was it was very, like, it was very, because, um, you know, it, it makes it feel all the more real when you realize, like, what her dad has done to her and, like, yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. It's it like, was... why would she end up with such an asshole? Because, yeah. you know, it's, it's her image of him, right? Yeah. And so it's like, this is... 
this is what she perceived him as. Even like he, maybe he was a nicer guy in person, but she didn't perceive him that way. Right. And so it's like interesting to see like her recently deceased husband like just kind of berating her. Yeah. Because like and also that's her doing nothing and about her doing that. nothing. Yeah. Just being like oh, just her just yep. like silently okay. taking, which is like really off-putting and horrible. And then like it, you know, you learn later yeah. that like oh she she's she can't do anything. Yeah. And then when she does, it's like hooray. Yeah. And I guess I. Yeah, I wanted more of the ambiguousness that you said you liked the movie kind of smashing you over the head with that. And I, I guess I wanted from this premise in this movie more ambiguity and more of him, like her battle with her interpretation of him somehow and who he was and like mm-hmm. that thing, like a, maybe a deeper exploration of that. Mm-hmm. Like it set that up, like that was the, one of the things that it set up but then didn't fully capitalize on for me. Mm. Like, how are herself and him in her brain, uh, you know, personifications of two different um, uh, thought processes that she's having or something like that? Yeah. Like, which one is the angel and which one is the demon to reduce it to sure. that thing? But which, it didn't, Which one is the angel and which one is the demon? I mean, obviously, she's the angel. Yeah. She's the <laughs> one who helps her escape it. Yeah. I mean, but he... Like and like, he even there are hints of their interaction of right. the two, like that she, herself concerns herself talking to herself mm. a lot more, and right. Gerald tries to talk to the both of them a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that was again kind of hinted at that her fake her mm-hmm. imagined her mm-hmm. is actually trying to help her, and Gerald mm-hmm. is just being an asshole to everybody. Right. Well, um, yeah, he's he's just he's just there. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't, I mean, yeah. And he doesn't, like, hinder her, like, progress at all. Yeah, but she doesn't, he doesn't he help. He doesn't help very much, no. Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, only... he kind of helps. Like, he, in his I own. I mean, yeah, but it's, like, that helping right. of, like, just the nagging, like, you know, sort of armchair expert yelling at, like, well, right, if yeah. you just did it this way, that would Idiot. work out. Or yeah. that's not going to work. Well, right. Why would you even try it? The bed's reinforced, you dumb. Right. I think, like, in the book, it's it's not, like, it's not built that way. I think yeah. like he's described it as a like a much more because it looks like she could break it. Yeah, like the wood is not that thick. Yeah. Um. The uh. Yeah. I looked at the picture of the cover and it mm-hmm. was like a big knob on top of right. Yeah. The uh head the headboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which again, like yeah, for a design reason, it looked like the handcuff just barely couldn't fit. Right. around that wood thing. You'd think like she could if she just like yeah. tried well, she it could would, like use the handcuff to, to like, like kind of saw through some it. Of the wood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 Again, you know, all those survivalist things I'm like I would have done this, I would have done this, I would have done this. <clears throat> sure. Even if they hadn't worked, I would have had a bunch of other stuff to try. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like I don't really care about that so much. Like Yeah. You know, yeah, it just didn't bother me in this particular moment. Maybe it would have in a different yeah. different movie i mean i was too busy focusing on like you know their conversation to be like oh how can she escape yeah um yeah all right anyways i have nothing left to say yeah we talked a lot that's it for me uh next episode is gonna be first man mm-hmm. our long promised episode uh, yeah whoops uh, yeah i mean it's not that's fine Doesn't yeah matter we already missed the anniversary of the moon landing oh yeah by a long ways anyway that's so. fine yeah uh yeah my pick is first man we'd already talked about it um yeah you can follow us on the socials at how about pod 
Email us, howaboutpod at gmail.com. Leave us a review of five stars and write something. Maybe nobody's written anything. We have a five out of five stars average. Wow. But nobody's written anything. Go write something. Yeah. Jackson commented on an, on your Instagram yeah. post. Five times. Did you see that? Was it five times? Yeah. It's the same five, comment. Seven, it's sent five times. Wow. Yep. What a what a what a dip. Weird. Should just go back and delete some of those. I mean, I could. No, he should. Oh yeah. I thought he only did it twice. No, I saw f- I saw like four or maybe five. Mm. What? Did, what? Did... Anyways. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. Goodbye. Ta-ta for now. <laughs> <laughs>